generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. First Peter chapter 2, the word says in verse 4, Come unto him as to a living stone rejected indeed by men, but chosen by God and precious. You also as living stones are being built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood. So think about who you are, okay? Think about the picture God has in mind when he's talking about you. He said that you are being built up. I know you've said this at least seven times since we started this series, but not somebody with your elbow to elbow or low leg somebody and say you are being built up. Tell that person, I don't judge you based on what I see right now because you're a work in progress. You still get angry sometimes, but you're a work in progress. So you didn't greet me my last birthday, but you're a work in progress. You even forgot when there's a look at somebody, you're like, who is there to look at? But you're a work in progress. Come on, somebody, look at your neighbor eyeball to eyeball and say gently, say, I know you're a work in progress. I, I know. Being present continuous, being built up, and it says the first dimension is this that you are a spiritual house. Okay, the first dimension, a spiritual house, which speaks about altars. Next dimension, a holy priesthood, which speaks about the temple, right? Because the priesthood operates in a temple to offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. Therefore, it is also contained in the scripture Behold, I lay in Zion which speaks about the kingdom a chief cornerstone elects precious and he who believes in him will by no means be put to shame therefore to you who believe he is precious but to those who are disobedient the stone which the builders rejected has become the chief of the corner please let me go all the way to verse 9 and let's read verse 9 together verse 9 let's read it together but you are a chosen generation a royal priesthood a holy nation his own special people that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light now look at somebody and say but you olusha you roseman you faith you vicky you jason you cougar are a chosen generation a royal priesthood a holy nation god's own special person god's own special person and you will proclaim the praises of god who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous night now look at yourself cross-eyed like this and say but i am a chosen generation i am a peculiar person i'm a royal priesthood i've been called for to show forth the praises of him who called me out of darkness into God's marvelous light. Father, we thank you because your blessing is upon your word. Your light shines through us. Your light flows in us. Spirit of grace and truth be imparted in no small measure that nobody here will leave confused or uh, in doubt of what it is you are saying in this season. We thank you for clarity. We thank you for precision. We thank you for understanding. We thank you because we are set on purpose for purpose to fulfill your divine intent we glorify you because nobody is allowed to be displaced to be out of place but we are all in sync and perfect alignment in jesus name we have prayed can your amen be louder than my prayer all right so last week we, we started talking about you know god setting us and all of that and being precisely set on purpose and we dealt with the first p which is preparation so i'm just going to pick it up from there i'm going to try my best not to do too a lot of preambles because of time and so that you can also listen on sound cloud preparation is key anything that we intend to use meaningfully or we intend to use over time or we intend to use for important purposes must be prepared uh, so if you're going to make food you prepare the food right you prepare the cutlery you prepare the uh, cockery 
you prepare the what else do you prepare the ingredients you prepare yourself like you wash your hands sometimes sometimes you even wear gloves right you prepare if you're going to go out do you prepare or not uh, you make up your face or at least you make up your mind uh, which is actually more important than making up your face because if you don't make up your mind before you make up your face you might break down your face in the name of making it up have you ever seen the makeup that looks like a breakdown and you're wondering ooh, supposed to be a face mask but it looks like a facial masquerade uh, yes so you prepare for important things so important appointments require preparation write that down important appointments require preparation when it's time to write your exams you prepare to write the exams when it's time to pitch the presentation submit the contract uh, present the proposal you prepare you put things together now what does it mean to prepare it's interesting though to realize to prepare literally means to prepare prepare and pair means to cut so to prepare means to cut beforehand that's important to cut out beforehand so if you're preparing the ingredients you cut them out you set them apart which means that you've actually not started preparing until you cut out some things you haven't started preparing until you take out trim off chisel out saw out certain things that's so important so when we look at first chronicles chapter 29 verse 2 it was david speaking and said now for the house of my god i have prepared with all my might and it said gold for the things of gold and silver for the things of silver bronze for the things of bronze iron for the things of iron wood for the things of iron uh, for of wood rather onyx stones and so forth he said i have prepared and first Kings seven last we looked at that thoroughly it says all of these were of costly stones and they were cut to size trimmed with saws inside and out and it's important for us to realize that in the preparation of man man prioritizes the externals isn't that what happens we prioritize oh, if I want to go somewhere what I do I gotta get a shave the trim my hair like put some makeup and mascara and all of that my mascara my mask of wonders you see the now I, I, I do that on the outside but when God is preparing us he is more particular about the internal this is the reason the invisible dimension of your life is as visible to God as the visible dimensions are visible to men and when God is preparing you, he does not prepare you for people. He prepares you for himself first. That's why he said that he washes the church with the washing of the water of the word. That he might present her to who? To himself. So the priority of preparation is internal. The priority of preparation is that God says, before you find your bridal gal, I will give you a bridal mind. That's why the word says, he that finds a wife, Elty, come help me real quick, I found a wife. He that finds a wife, finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. Now, now look at this, the Bible does not say, he that finds a woman, he says he that finds a wife what is found is a wife it is not my finding that makes her a wife she is a wife before i find her oh come on i feel like preaching right now uh, you see what i'm saying now it is not the finding that makes her a wife she is a wife i'm the one who finds her oh are you, are you hearing <laughs> Are you caring what I'm saying right now? So if you are not yet married and you desire to marry, watch what one of two things. Either you are not yet a wife or your husband is not seeing you yet. Because it's possible you are something but people are still looking for you. What it means is that if you're already a wife, stay a wife. Don't become bitter, don't become arrogant, don't become impatient, don't become nasty, don't become judgmental, don't become frustrated, don't become competitive. The right man is going to see can look at gold and call it dirt because he is inexperienced in detecting the true value of precious stones are you hearing what i'm saying right ah! and that's why sometimes you are the one who's ready but they are not yet ready for you so god prepares us he pre-cuts us so god prepared my wife before i found her are you understanding what i'm saying 
God prepares David. Look at what the word says in Psalms chapter 89, verse 20. He said, I have found David my servant, and with my holy oil I have anointed him. Now, the holy oil, see, before Samuel anointed David, God anointed David. It does not matter what oil man puts on you. If God's oil is not on you, you have physical or cosmetics, not internal authenticity. You can drink oil, lick it, rub it on your eye. But if you don't have the oil from Zion, you will not be able to deal with the lions and the bears. Are you understanding this now? So God said, I have found David, my servant, with my holy oil, I have anointed him. Now, now, who did David find or who did God find? I have found David, my who? So what did God find? What is What are most people looking for? Leaders. What are they looking for? King. What are they looking for? Celebrity. Governor. Right? God said, if I can find my servant, I can make him into anything. Come on, you're not getting that. Because you're the clay and the potter. If the clay is submitted to my hand, I can mold him into any vessel I want. Ah, yeah, are you hearing what I'm saying? So the first person looks at David, he said, as a shepherd boy. But next thing you know, he's writing songs. And next thing you know, he's playing the harp. And next thing you know, he's killing lions and bears without going to any academy or fighting school. Next thing you know, he's delivering bread and fish. He's not saying, don't you know I'm the greatest songwriter in Israel? Because later on, he's called the sweet psalmist of Israel. He said, I might be a songwriter, but my hands will still carry bread and fish to my brothers. And I will not ask for honorarium. from London. See him. Did you see him? He's at the back. It's good to see him, man. He's <laughs> at the back. Right. How do I know this? God finds David. Watch this. This is the reason whenever God is preparing you, don't subject yourself to competition or arguments because the place for preparation is not the place for promotion. Stones are chiseled off site. But they are used on site. David, your leadership lessons are going to be developed among sheep. Because if you are faithful with smelly sheep, ungrateful sheep, stubborn sheep, gullible sheep, unrealistic sheep, you clean their poop, they mess it up again. You take care of them, they don't give you honorary and prophets offering. Thank you, they don't sing your praise. If you can be faithful amongst dumb goats and sheep, bleating up a falsetto everywhere, I can trust you with people. But if you say I, they are just sheep, I sense a call upon my life. You will be in the sheepfold for a long time when God is looking for kings shopping for leaders he does not consult the policies he does not go to the highbrow area and estates he goes to the dunghill for he lifts the poor out of the dunghill and the better beggar from the doors he sets him amongst princes he does not say he puts him he said he sets to set means there's a specific slot for you I don't know who I'm talking to but you've been cleaning dung nobody says thank you. You know the reason why we can serve the way we serve? We are not on any salary. We don't ask you for your money. Do you know why? Because you were prepared in a place. Where you preach, nobody's responded. Where you serve, nobody even cares. Oh, do you hear what I'm saying right now? Oh my God, when you've gone through the training school of God in the underground, when he raises you amongst men, you will not be intoxicated by the praise, the applause, the ceremony, the routine, the ritual, because God's got you 
you and you are like God I'm enjoying the attention but I know you can snatch me to another place because I'm a vessel in your hands help me high five yourself at least and say damn it all I keep on keeping on in the place of preparation so he has to prepare David now when you go to the book of Esther chapter 2 verse 12 we see Esther there Esther chapter 2 verse 12 <laughs> Esther 2 verse 12 can you help me read it he says each young woman's turn came to go into King Ahasuerus afterwards when did she go there after she had completed what mr t you feel this after she had completed that, that's the word then says though I skip the valley so though I walk through I know God can lift me don't we know Ezekiel says I was in the spirit of the Lord's day God's hand was upon me and he lifted me and I saw so God can lift you above certain valleys but there are certain valleys God will not lift you through oh is somebody here in this that after she had completed 12 months preparation how how she completed the way she wanted the way she felt talk to me guys according to the regulations now if you are spontaneous as I am with many ideas you will hate regulations but God says I've got to regulate you to use you because if you are not subject to regulation your life will soon become irregular she wondered not what she thought is that for those where the days of their preparation portion, six months of myrrh now now, now watch this I, I wish I had time Lord help me now six months of with oil of myrrh and six months with perfumes and preparations for beautifying women so when you put oil what is the oil of myrrh doing what's it doing who are the guys who do the spa thing what's it doing pardon cleansing it is forcing the dirt beneath the surface of the skin to the top as they massage the oils have you met people who smell somehow but they don't know they smell somehow I hope somebody who's saying yeah is not talking about himself or herself like, yes I've met me I smell somehow the oil to myrrh, myrrh is bitter. It's, it forces the dirt beneath the surface to come out. And God says in preparing you, there are certain attitudes, thought patterns, ideologies, idiosyncrasies that you don't know you have because you have blind spots. Therefore, you must be subject to the governorship and the leadership of somebody who is more concerned about your purpose than your pleasure. Who understands I like you, but I like you too much to leave you the way you are. 
because most of us we want to jump to the second part the second half is for what perfume everybody will be smelling you nice and what beauty but perfume and beauty will announce how good your atmosphere is not how great your internal environment is so perfume, perfume and beautifying elements will attract people. But if you've not been walked on by myrrh, when they get closed, they'll smell the dirt. And they go like, what was all that perfume about? See, the perfume is like the anointing. It does not come from you, it's given to you. But God needs oil of myrrh to walk on your character. Watch this. So that when everybody's celebrating you, you will not hate yourself. Somebody shout, Paul, I see you. I see you. Somebody shout, prepare. Somebody, I didn't say, I didn't say, say it. I said, shout and prepare. Oh, yes. Prepare. 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 The oil of myrrh, he said, is six months. Why do we have so many issues in the culture? Because we have a generation that has mastered the art of perfumery. But no oil of myrrh. Because oil of myrrh cannot be applied everywhere. Oil of myrrh requires nakedness and vulnerability. Because every part of your body has to be cleansed. You can use perfume everywhere. Oh, come on, people. Come on, people. But the oil of myrrh, you can't use it everywhere. But God says you need both of them. And so, when it was time, I'm so sorry. But your eye candy says, "Yeah." <laughs> yeah. He says each woman's, each what? Young woman's what? I feel like prophesying to somebody to say your turn is going to come. Oh, my, 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 my. Somebody say my turn is coming. Somebody shout my turn is coming. Each young woman's turn came to go to King Arsaras. If you go to King Arsaras before it's your turn, you know what's going to happen? Pardon? They cut off the head. And there are people who have entered into places where their heads have been cut off. Because they got into those places out of turn. By the head being cut off, I'm not talking about decapitation. I'm saying the synchronicity between ideation and execution. They can't find the rhythm again. They are just there. Because they got there out of turn. Out of turn. Better to be slower than God than to be faster than Him. He says, when the time came, I feel a prophecy on this. I want to pray for somebody who has been waiting desperately for something, who has been trusting God. Japheth, I hear the Lord saying, don't stop waiting for it. Don't, don't stop. Don't you stop waiting for it. It may seem like it has lasted for such a long time, but wait on the Lord. Wait. Believe God. Wait on the Lord. I hear God say, something you've been waiting for is going to be turned around for your good. If it's not, you don't say nothing. If it's you, shout amen. Do you talk? I don't know the name of the lady beside you, but lady, please, can you stand? Can you stand? I see the Lord bringing you into a place. I see the Lord bringing you into a place. Can you raise your hand to the Lord? I see the Lord lifting you to a level you cannot lift yourself to. It is something that has broken your heart. You're about to have massive acceleration in the area of productivity, in the area of the works of your hands that you will no longer be stuck you will no longer be stranded in that place you will know it's the hand of God because you will look around and say how did I get into this place how did I get on this level I hear the Lord saying it's palace time it's palace time palace time you're about to walk into a boardroom into a meeting into an environment into a space into a recruitment zone you are about to move into a place that you've not been to before get ready to do are you ready for palace somebody shot I'm a palace person he says when the turn came in other words while Esther was being walked on every now and again guess what somebody will be called and say Asha please come and Asha will go sway 
Watch this. And while she was swaying away, all the other people were be seeing her back. Have you ever been in that place before where it looks like all you can see from those who were in the same space with you was their back? Well, let me tell you something. You may see their back and it looks like you're at the back, but God is about to take you from the back to the front for the word says many who are first shall be last and many who are the last shall feel the power of God all over this atmosphere. Get ready for divine liftings, for divine shiftings, for divine upliftings. I sense the power of God. He said when it was her turn, somebody turn like this and say I receive my turn. I walk in my turn. Yes, we're talking about preparation, but in some aspect of your life, Olusha, you are already prepared. In some aspects, you are ready. In some aspects, it is time. In some aspects, the time is now it's time it's time you heard Ogo speak about two cars oh it's time for somebody to leave the Okada it's time for somebody to leave the Marwa it's time for somebody to stop burning the money on Ubers it is time for certain things in your life to change it's time for you to move from being a squatter who is squatting with a squatter taking all the insults and all it's time for you to move from never having enough money you already run out of cash by the 17th of the month, but God is about shifting. It's time for somebody to get married. Every month of the lockdown, we had a marriage. We have another one coming in October. We have another one coming in November, but it's time for you. I don't know who I'm talking to, but I break the patterns of delay, the weight of oppression, the weight of depression, anxiety, and frustration. I announce it like a trumpet. I sound it like a prophet. I proclaim it with the word of my mouth as the pastoral oversight of others house it is your time and it is your turn it is the season hey, somebody pray in 30 seconds and receive this receive this receive this higher or back when it was time When it was time. Woo! I believe it's verse 17 that says that Esther was pre preferred. She was preferred. Somebody claim that. I am the preferred of the Lord. I am preferred by God. I'm preferred in the place of destiny, in the place of appointment, in the place I am prepared. So in building an altar, you need to 
did stones, right? Building the empire, the kingdom, you did what? Stones. So God builds the man who builds the altar. The altar then becomes the touch point of the temple. The temple then becomes the hub for the kingdom. And how do I know this? That temples are not just for sacrifices for atonement. Temples are also for the release of worship. How do I know? Is there a temple in heaven or not? Is there a temple in heaven or not? Is there an altar in heaven or not? Is there sin in heaven? So that means the purpose of altars is not just sin. the son of God let the stones which are symbols of the temple or components of the altar turn them into bread that you can digest and forget the devil will want you 
to consume permanent structures on temporary desires. now is that if you are the son of God what should you do turn somebody shout it's all about empires it's all about empires stones are supposed to be used for altars supposed to be permanent structures supposed to do what offer praises to God let me show you something for context later on in the book of Luke chapter 19 and verse 40 Luke chapter 19 verse 40 I'll still explain it better Luke 19 verse 40 when, when the people were crying and praising Jesus and crying out he said see if you tell the people to shut up what will happen he said I tell you that if these should keep silent what will happen the stones will cry out my praise so these stones have the potential to offer praise. These stones have the potential to be an altar. And these stones have the potential to be a temple. But the devil will always want you to diminish your walk with God and recalibrate it to what you are hungry for, to what your flesh wants, to what you want in the now. He does not want to think about stones as temples or stones as altars. He wants your whole prayer time to be about marriage, about car, about houses, about sex. He does not want to know that that child is a prophet in your house. He said, turn this child into a, by a distraction. He does not want to take what you're doing seriously. What is it saying? Turn your stone to flat, to bread. Turn your sex into a plaything now. You can ask God to forgive you. Grace abounds. Turn your offering into shawarma. <laughs> it's just an offering. There are 52 Sundays in a week. Uh, turn your marriage into eye candy, social status, Bella Niger wedding. No. Oh, Jesus said, I a man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. See, it was not just a hunger problem, it was an empire debate. In other words, Jesus, will you gawk this thing? If you gawk it, I will defeat you on the altar. Where were the other two temptations? The next thing is showed him what? The kingdoms of the empires of the world. And the last one, it took him where? To the temple. It's all about empires. Altar, temple kingdoms if you miss it on the altar you lose your place in the temple if you lose your place in the temple they will eat you up in the empires of men that is why God's got to prove you if you cannot manage an altar you cannot manage a temple if you cannot manage a temple you cannot govern a kingdom your promotion and life will never exceed your private time with God you've got a governing secret to become a secret revealed to your generation he who dwells in the sacred place, not visits, dwells, 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 shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of my God, my rock, my God, is my refuge in whom I will trust. Psalm 27, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Why? Because God is my light. Because I know him in the secret place. I can call on him in the public place. Ah, whom shall I fear? He says, whom shall I be afraid? Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, not if, they will come when they come. When the wicked rise against me, he said to eat my flesh, they stumble and fell. Though a host may rise against me, in God will I be stronger. I don't know who I'm talking to, but that temptation is not about food or sex or money or drugs. It's about your position. It's about your destiny. It's about your place in God. It's about the realm that God has come out for you somebody shy yes I understand it now I understand it now I, 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 I understand it now time is ticking 12 months are almost over I will endure the pain I will endure the crisis I'll endure the shame but at the end of it I will cry out Stand, stand, let's pray. I'll preach the rest as we pray. Positioned. 
you have a position you have a position you have a position Jerry you have a position Aye. and there's a place there's a slot but if you're too big for the slot you won't fit it if you want to deal with the works of the flesh understand the ministry of the altar prayer and worship
We're entering into a birthing week. It's a birthing week. It's a birthing week. A you in you is about to be born. Another you in you. Some of you passed the altar test. Will you pass the temple test? Because the truth is, every priest is also a sacrifice. Isn't it true? Every priest is a sacrifice. Every priest is a sacrifice. Every priest is a sacrifice. Cry out, cry out, cry out. Raise your voices and cry out. The Lord is moving through the hearts. Cry out, 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 I see the fire falling, cry out, 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 I see the fire burning. Son of God, turn the stones to bread. <laughs> In other words, consume what could be a key component of what God is building on yourself. Keep it for yourself. You're hungry. You have a need in your life. Don't give God that. Don't give God that. God has many people. <laughs> consume it. If you eat that bread, that's the last you eat. Could it be possible that some people have eaten what they should be officiating in? Eating what they should be hidden in. After he deals with that, then he says, See all those kingdoms of the world, I will give them to you. He's playing on the legitimate desires of man. Your desire for sexual fulfillment is legitimate. But it's saying, I'll give it to you this way and that way and that way. He said, God says, no, I'll give it to you through marriage. Marriage is the altar for sexual fulfillment. Your desire to take care of your family, to feed your family and do well, legitimate. 
Ten cut corners. Double the figure. Write it. He's playing on your legitimate desires and wants to execute those desires in an illegitimate way. And what is going to tame that is the posture of your heart. David had the right posture. You know why? The posture was, who am I? You have brought me from among sheep. David never allowed the throne to define him. He never allowed, watch this, his crown define him. He never allowed the praise of people to find him. He always found his definition in the presence of God. So he says, in the presence of God, there is fullness of joy. Whether I'm in a one-bedroom apartment, face me, I slap your apartment. I'm on the highbrow, five-bedroom mansion, the banqueting hall. I don't dwell in those things. If God is with me, the greenness of the grass doesn't bog bother me. The gold shining does not seduce me because I live in God I don't get depressed when I don't have funds I don't get depressed so it deals with the posture of Jesus's heart I will make you an author all those kingdoms will be yours do you know it was already in God's plans that all the kingdoms of the world will become the kingdom of our Lord and of His Christ. And Revelation 11 verse 15 was spoke about that, right? The kingdoms of this world will become. But the question is when? Christ has fulfilled His own preparation and is offered of himself but guess what the church is not yet prepared to receive all the kingdoms of the world because we are currently still busy analyzing pastor's car and pastor's wife's looks and who just got that we are not ready so God's got to cut some things and cut some things that it's not about the size of your car but the weight of your character come on somebody it's not about the buildings we love them and we thank God for this one but it's about the building that God has built on the inside of you and we get to a place where I'm legit ultimately happy that you got your oil well because it does not mean I don't have oil in my well so the church is not yet ready to receive all the kingdoms of the world so he takes Christ to the temple and he said you know what jump from the temple jump that would be a grand show show the world you have the super Jesus super J super J in the building oh yeah Jesus in the building One just quickly pray the last thing. I can't teach it. Maybe I'll teach it during the altars. The last thing is, Father, help me that I'll be postured for connection and contribution. Preparation is subjecting yourself to the people and the process. I'll teach you during the course of the week. But the posture is this. The posture is not just about me because when you're positioned where God wants you positioned, you know what? You now understand a really and truly GB. You cannot fulfill your own purpose without being locked into the purpose of other people. A stone is not an altar by itself. Isn't it wonderful that even your own physical body is made up of what? Different systems that are intertwined. You hurt one system, you hurt the whole body. Because God is building only one thing in the earth. His kingdom. Till the increase of his kingdom shall be no end. I want us to ask God, Father, help me not to have this individualistic spirit. They are doing their own. And I'm like, nah, you don't do God like that. Even God doesn't do God like that. God said, let us come together. Father, Son, and Spirit. Lord, help me. So according to what every joint supplies, can we pray really intensely in just about one minute? Father, let the posture of my heart be for contribution and connection. Let me be humble. If Jesus had jumped from the temple, only Jesus would have been seen. But guess what? The whole purpose would be defeated. Why? Because all the 12 disciples were a part of the story. You get what I'm saying? So Jesus would fly, hey, Jesus. Then Jesus, maybe he's crucified. Who will carry on the church? Would Jesus be coming out every year to fly from the temple? The devil even used the Bible to justify. Watch this. Whenever you're offended or hurt and you want to do something silly, the enemy will bring you a scripture to justify your hurt, your offense. Who's been there? He will show you in the Bible. Ah, this one, use it. You can find Bible for almost any decision you make in this world. So I was big three wives. David was polygamous, and God called me man after God's heart. Because when you have more women in your life, your heart will be tender. So you'll be able to pursue God more. 
If you're watching a mix loud, this is pure. <coughs> it's a joke. It's not, it's not teaching, right? Let's pray. Just one minute. Posture my heart. Cry, cry out, 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 cry, cry out. I see the fire burning. Cry out. Come on, let's raise this and just pray, cry out for the five seconds. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cry out, 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 I see the fire burning. Posture my heart. I see the fire. I see the fire. I see the fire. Jason, come put some odd leaps on this. I see the fire. I see the fire. I see the fire burning. I see the fire. Oh. I see the fire burning. Show the Lord Fire, 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 Give the Lord a roar. Give the Lord a roar. Can you? Shout! 
This week, oh, this one is just appetizer. The generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. To join this growing community of kings, visit www.kingdomcentral.org and send your full name and email address to 0908 123 4566. One more thing someone you know needs this. Kindly share this out.